0: Oh, we're just going to do this. Welcome to the Nick Flanagan Weekly Podcast Show. The show where I am Nick and then I talk to you about what's going on. And sometimes... I'll take a sip of a drink because my throat gets freaking... janky. You know? Listen to this voice. You think it doesn't need... A little lubrication, it does. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm a man of a certain age. I'm wearing a tank top and shorts. This particular week, I'm staying on my favorite little—I don't know if it's my favorite island, but it's a very special island to me. Toronto Island. People are raving next door to the place I'm staying. Sometimes it really gets to me. Other times I'm like, "Damn, put on my dancing shoes. Maybe I'll go." I don't decide to go, but then I've got my dancing shoes on, and I throw some jitterbug music on, and I uh, tip tap, top tip tap, tip tip a tap the night away, or the day. You can dance in the day. Don't let them tell them you otherwise. Hi. How are you? TGIF. It's Friday. I hope you enjoyed my talk with Chris Estrada that I posted yesterday. Spread the word. He is so funny. I'm telling you, not enough people listen to this podcast. That's, I'll just straight up say it. I am nowhere near the algorithm. And I don't know how to get in it. There are so many frustrations I have to manifest right now. In order to get rid of them. Manifest people to help me do this. Make it sound better. Throw in some uh, special transitions. Help center me. Manifest helpers. Manifest algorithm appearing in. Do I have to talk about topical stuff? Donda? Is that the thing you want to know about Donda by Kanye West? Kanye? I don't know anything about it. Apparently Marilyn Manson is on it, which is a kind of thing Tommy Lee did when he put out his rap album in, like, 1998. No hate on Kanye. I mean, look, I don't think it's a good situation that he's presenting the world with, but I'm kind of interested that he keeps going. And uh, he, he has put out a lot of music I like. However, so is R. Kelly, and if you've been reading some of the most recent testimony, any—not sympathy—but any for if you've, you you might have forgotten about what these this testimony is, and if you read about the new stuff, which I'm not going to get into here, you might not want to put on fiesta anytime soon. And if you don't know what fiesta is. You'll never know what Fiesta is because R. Kelly is long canceled. Which was kind of like long COVID. You got it for life when you got long canceled. Shout out to anyone suffering from long COVID. Does not sound fun. I watched an inter I I it's, I brought up Tommy Lee because in my mind I've got Wood Woodstock ninety nine on the brain. I watched a little bit of this Woodstock ninety nine documentary. In case you didn't know, there's some documentary on HBO about Woodstock ninety nine. Is it that good a documentary? I'm gonna say no. It's pretty basic. Uh I remember when Woodstock 99 happened, and I have a feeling a lot of my listeners do, too. And nobody thought it was going to be good. I mean, the lineup was beyond basic. It was the kind of lineup where if Power Man 3000 were on it, which they were very likely, people who don't like Power Man 3000 would be looking at the lineup and say they're like the third best band on the lineup. Friend of the show, <laughs> Tom Sharpling, and friend of the show, Damian Abraham, both also agreed that nobody cared. I mean, the amount that my... I've A lot of the music that I personally made in that time period of the late 90s, was making fun of stuff like Woodstock 99. Not to mention that I was also kind of obsessed with it. Not Woodstock 99. But Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock and WWE Attitude Era. Because the sheer stupidity of it all was fascinating to me. And I actually like stupidity when it's done by smart people, which a lot of these people are smart. They know how to play bass. They know know how to slap on the bass. But... I don't know. They're missing something. I mean, there is no question that the music of the late 90s and the culture of the late 90s was a Pandora's box opening up that a wave washed over the earth and it may lead to the end of the world. And that's fine. If we all go at the same time, that's, that's cool. That's a cool thing, right? Let me die with you. But the documentary is so generic. Talking to people who I have no idea who they are, who are like, it wasn't about the music. It's about asking, why are young white men so angry? Oh, and the boomers. This was the last to rob the boomers. Tell me something I don't know, documentary. Yeah, the documentary felt like if you bought a Woodstock 99... CD soundtrack CD in 2000. We had CDs back then, don't forget. And there was a CD-ROM bonus and you watch a little mini documentary about it. Woodstock 99. Good God, who cares? Of course it was disgusting. It's the, it's the culture we live in now. Everything's disgusting. Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit. Everyone wants to break stuff. And the gross thing about Break Stuff is it's actually a relationship song. If you don't know Break Stuff, by the way, I'm sorry for you. Because it's a... As the kids say, it slaps. It slaps. But... Break Stuff, you know, how does it start? It's just like. It's just one of those days. It's just one of those days. And it's Fred Durst, his hat backwards, very tight. It's just one of those days. <laughs> it's just one of. The... <laughs> but the chorus goes, "It's all about the he said, she said bullshit." Don't think I'm gonna quit talking that shit. Oh, you'll be leaving with a fat lip But It's all about the he said she said bullshit So Break stuff cause the, the woman you like Is bothering you And you're gonna make him leave with a fat lip Uh oh Not Cool Cancelled That's one of the happiest cancellations you could ever have in history Limp biscuit are cancelled Mind you High tier rap metal compared to a lot of stuff. DJ Lethal was their DJ. <laughs> and just finishing up about this documentary they, and about how bad the lineup was for Woodstock 99, they show Corn performing. And I'm not a huge Corn fan at all. Korn performed, and I was just like, this is probably the best performance of the entire night. Well, DMX seemed like it was the best performance of the entire night, but Corn performed, and I was like, this is way better. I mean, I'm sure "Raging Against the Machine were fine, but come on. You know, they're amazing, but are they amazing? I'll never know. They are, but you know what I mean? Pandora's box, rage definitely opened up. Pambora Pambora's box, Pambora's docks. So that was something I did on the island. It is a mess for me over here. I don't know. I didn't walk in this. For those who don't know, I am on an artist uh, residency. I'm at an, a place called Artscape Gibraltar Point on Gibraltar Point Island, sort of in a series of islands that are connected, and so I don't know why it's just one island, but it's a, they say it's a series of islands. So there's Center Island, there's Algonquin, Wards, Hanlon's Point, Gibraltar Point, and they all come together to form the Toronto Islands Park. And in the middle of it is an arts residency, and that's where I'm staying. And uh, normally, I, I won't say I haven't been productive, but it, I just didn't come in with intention. So it's felt super disjointed. And things have changed, you know, I had plans, those fell through. And I thought I had to leave the city a bunch, or leave the island a bunch, and then I didn't. I did do comedy for the first time since the pandemic, like inside comedy, and I really enjoyed it. If you're listening and you're from Toronto and you're doing a comedy show, add me to the bill. I'm a, I'm a treat. Will I have this level of energy performing? Possibly not. I mean, I will, but it'll be internal. I won't be externalizing the energy, but I'll be vibing that energy out. You will have energy watching me do non-energetic comedy. But what is comedy? So, yeah, this week here, normally I can kind of set something out, but sleeping in, which is fine. Part of why I'm here is so that I can have all day and into the night as a chance to do things, because there's not really a lot to do. So, sleeping in, and, you know, just taking my time, and, Making notes, you know, it's, this is I guess the third podcast that'll be out since I got here. It's fine. That's good. It's just, it's hard. And, you know, waking up late's the big problem. That's the big problem. Getting up, looking at the time, and saying, well, how can I do a damn thing now? And the shame. It's what it is. It's what it all comes down to. It doesn't come down to the actual act where you screw up. It's actually about the shame you feel after screwing up that almost creates, what do you call it, like a loop of continually fucking up. And I don't like it. I want to wake up late and be like, this is great. I'm rested, which I do sometimes. But a lot of other times, you know, you text somebody and you're like, how's it going? They're like, did you just wake up? And you have to say, you have to lie. Yeah, no. I've been up for hours. Or you go, yeah, brewing the coffee now. And then they wag their finger. They send you a finger wag emoji. MLJ. Sometimes I watch this Mafia guy YouTube channel. Not that much, but he's around. Michael Francisi. And I remember he did some episode where he was talking about how to make it in the mob. And he's like, you gotta get up early. You always gotta get up early. You know, you really do. Uh... You know, the latest you should get up is eight, eight, nine, maybe 10. 10 is the absolute latest. And I wake up at 10.30 and I feel like i failed a mafia boss. So I feel like my life's in danger. And that's where the shame comes in. Do I really want my life to be in danger and my loved ones to be sad just because I woke up late? No. But don't think I have imposter syndrome. I'd need to work more to have imposter syndrome. No, obviously this imposter syndrome thing is like thrown around by successful people. This is the thing, successful people have co-opted the language of mental health and we don't like it. Not that I'm unsuccessful, it's just a struggle. And people have said, well, imposter syndrome is when you always feel like a fraud. It doesn't say that you're failing at what you do, just as you feel like a fraud. Well, you're not a fraud. You're succeeding. You went to Harvard. You're a scientist. You're at MIT. You won an Emmy for The Good Wife. You're doing fine. I'll tell you what's worse than imposter syndrome. It's about having to do the thing and feeling like you're gonna screw it up and then screwing it up. That's much worse because you have justified failure syndrome which will keep you from trying a lot of the time. And it's no fun. So next time someone says they have imposter syndrome, tell them about what you're going through. Then they'll apologize to you and give you $100,000. And don't forget, excuses, another thing is, a lot of time you're like, oh god, you give someone, you think you're giving someone an excuse. And it's a valid, it's valid, but you the whole time you're prepping to give this, you think it's somehow invalid. You know, you're like, someone wants to meet you. Uh, invites you to some sort of dinner with eight people. And you're like, I can't go. I just, I just don't know if I can handle it. And in your mind, you're like, well, can I and I, can I not handle it? The answer is no. You can't. It's too many people. The sensory overload is going to make you uncomfortable the whole time but you think you're uh, weaseling your way out of it like a weasel and sometimes people have pet weasels so there are people who think weasels are cute and you gotta find those people friends Romaine, croutons, capers, countrymen, countrywomen, country non-binary people. I hope you have a wonderful day or night. You've got the, you've got the, the, the sunlight on your shoulder. The moon at your feet. Today is the day that you get everything in the world that you want. Love thy neighbor. Hate the game. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, ko-fi.com slash Flanagan for a one-time donation or become a patron on Patreon. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com is the way to get a hold of me. I hope you're well. You can go to theflans.com, sign up for my newsletter. I'm probably going to send one out later today. And listen to my interviews. Chris Estrada. It's the most recent one. It was awesome. Take care. Flanagan. Weekly.